Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 30th and we will be reading paragraph 1646 through 1653 today. And it is the feast of St. Peter Chrysologus. And we are in the middle of the sacrament of matrimony. We'll talk about the fidelity of conjugal love and the openness to fertility today. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Fidelity of Conjugal Love By its very nature, conjugal love requires the inviolable fidelity of the spouses. This is the consequence of the gift of themselves, which they make to each other. Love seeks to be definitive. It cannot be an arrangement until further notice. The intimate union of marriage as a mutual giving of two persons, and the good of the children, demand total fidelity from the spouses and require an unbreakable union between them. The deepest reason is found in the fidelity of God to his covenant and that of Christ to his church. Through the sacrament of matrimony, the spouses are enabled to represent this fidelity and witness to it. Through the sacrament, the indissolubility of marriage receives a new and deeper meaning. It can seem difficult, even impossible, to bind oneself for life to another human being. This makes it all the more important to proclaim the good news that God loves us with a definitive and irrevocable love, that married couples share in this love, that it supports and sustains them, and that by their own faithfulness they can be witnesses to God's faithful love. Spouses who, with God's grace, give this witness, often in very difficult conditions, deserve the gratitude and support of the ecclesial community. Yet there are some situations in which living together becomes practically impossible for a variety of reasons. In such case, cases, the Church permits the physical separation of the couple and their living apart. The spouses do not cease to be husband and wife before God, and so are not free to contract a new union. In this difficult situation, the best solution would be, if possible, reconciliation. The Christian community is called to help these persons live out their situation in a Christian manner and in fidelity to the, their marriage bond, which remains indissoluble. Today there are numerous Catholics in many countries who have recourse to civil divorce and contract new civil unions. In fidelity to the words of Jesus Christ, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her, and if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. The Church maintains that a new union cannot be recognized as valid if the first marriage was. If the divorced are remarried civilly, they find themselves in a situation that objectively contravenes God's law. Consequently, they cannot receive Eucharistic communion as long as this situation persists. For the same reason, they cannot exercise certain ecclesial responsibilities. Reconciliation through the sacrament of penance can be granted only to those who have repented for having violated the sign of the covenant and of fidelity to Christ, 
and who are committed to living in complete continence. Toward Christians who live in this situation, and who often keep the faith and desire to bring up their children in a Christian manner, priests and the whole community must manifest an attentive solicitude so that they do not consider themselves separated from the church, and whose life they can and must participate as baptized persons. They should be encouraged to listen to the word of God, to attend the sacrifice of the Mass, to persevere in prayer, to contribute to works of charity and to community efforts for justice, to bring up their children in the Christian faith, to cultivate the spirit and practice of penance, and thus implore day by day God's grace. The Openness to Fertility By its very nature, the institution of marriage and married love is ordered to the procreation and education of the offspring, and it is in them that it finds its crowning glory. Children are the supreme gift of marriage and contribute greatly to the good of the parents themselves. God himself said, It is not good that man should be alone, and from the beginning he made them male and female. Wishing to associate them in a special way in his own creative work, God blessed man and woman with the words, Be fruitful and multiply. Hence, true married love and the whole structure of family life which results from it, without diminishment of the other ends of marriage, are directly to disposing the spouses to cooperate valiantly with the love of the Creator and Savior, who through them will increase and enrich his family from day to day. The fruitfulness of conjugal love extends to the fruits of, their mo of the moral, spiritual, and supernatural life that parents hand on to their children by education. Parents are the principal and first educators of their children. In this sense, the fundamental task of marriage and family is to be at the service of life. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com. And you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.